Welcome to Stress Test, guys. This is this is Stress Test. Today we have a very special episode because it's uh, 80s police adventures. We're doing Vice Squad. Hell by, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's by Mark Bruno and Brett Bernstein. That's as, that's as much as I know about them. But uh, yeah, <laughs> I think it's like 80s police dramas, but uh, the RPG. So if you... Uh, are looking to download it yourself or buy it yourself. Uh, I think it's done by Politically Incorrect Games. This was made in 2003 and possibly was on Drive-Thru RPG. I purchased it from there and it disappeared when I checked this morning. So it's someplace. Uh, good good luck, I guess. Yeah. So I, I'm Dallas Welk and the I will be a player this time. The person running it is Jason. <laughs> Jason Dayathenry. Hey, you got it. Ah, okay, cool. That's a weird way to pronounce Jack Mad Gun together. Yeah. This is what we didn't tell you guys is secretly Matt's the DM for this episode. That's right, boys. Oh, I'm fucking Welcome here for it. Welcome to Stress Test. Oh, <laughs> yeah. here for it. Let's I'm go. I'm going to have everybody roll a D20 to see if you uh, <clears throat> pass your insanity check. Already. <laughs> nice. So um, I am, of course, not Matt. I am Jason. I am playing Jack McTorian. Wait, God no. damn it. <laughs> <laughs> also, I got an eight, so I think I failed that sanity check. Yeah, so that's why you think you're me. Uh, who's, who's the other guy? Hey, what's up, Internet? You know who it is. It's your boy, the White Shadow. Happy to be coming at you and uh, looking forward to be playing this 80s cop game with the boys. Aye. Hell yeah. So in this system, you would roll twice and pick the lower of the two. Similar to Fetty Scum, it uses a stat and a skill. You add them together and you want to roll underneath that. The critically acclaimed fan favorite podcast, Fetty Scum. Yes, please, Jason. Tell us more about this Fetty Scum. Do they have a patron we could support? They probably do. I believe it would be under something called Dead Set Media. I heard nothing but chads and, and true cool people hang out in there. That's that's all I heard. Yeah. That's what I heard, too. You can get hours upon hours of great material, like somebody interviewing themselves in the critically acclaimed G Gundam, Gundam Fight 20. Also watch Girthing. Also, Girthing is fantastic. Thank you. On Dallas Welk's YouTube channel. Also, give Matt money. Uh, I don't. I don't need any money. Here's Matt's Venmo. All right. So are we doing? We we already did character creation. So we could just kind of s- skip over that part. Unless you guys want to. Do you to- guys want to introduce your characters? Uh, everyone. I'm the White Shadow. I will be playing uh, Holden Bofa. I am a try-hard golden boy detective, using both. You know, try to stay by the books, but uh, definitely playing the political game, trying to rise to the top of this ladder. And uh, nobody drives my car. I'm Dan Knotts, but all, all of my friends called me D's. Only my friends. I'm a I'm a wild car, just a angry boy detective who's just pissed off at the world for not understanding them. And I uh yeah, I'm I'm forced to have a, a partner and that kind of pisses me off. I'm Andy Griffith, and this is the Andy Griffith show. <gasps> no, but uh but, but really. I'm Matt and I'm playing the title. T- t- titular or titular? Titular. titular. Is it titular or is it titular? Yeah, it's titular. It's titular. It's titular. Say it like a British. The titular character. The, I'm playing the titular character, Jack McTorian, <laughs> who is, um, he's old, he's grumpy, he's retired, and he doesn't have a lot going for him in life. So, let me roll a dice to see who goes first. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, because I planned this. I fully hope you guys make this amazing because I didn't. (laughs) Don't worry. It's stress test. It's not supposed to be planned. Remember the, the premise of stress test is also to destroy this system with our moronics. So 
I hope it. you do. That's going to make this a great episode. <laughs> and if you guys haven't watched it, go check out the last episode of Stress Test. It is a riot. So I rolled the D3 and one was Shadow, two was Dallas, and three was Matt. I rolled the three. <laughs> hey. Hell yeah. We've all been introduced kind of. <laughs> let's, <laughs> guess let's get into it. All right. On the screen, it's uh, Midland City, 1980, and then there's like four X's following it, and then 1990 on there for some reason. And establishing shots of like New York City slowly flying around. And then like halfway through, there's a screen transition where it turns into Toronto, but they just never address it. Like you don't know what the skyline of the city looks, but from there, it like zooms in downtown, down to these like massive skyscrapers, shining kind of a like 10 or so story, like smaller building that looks its age. It was probably built almost 100 years ago and hasn't really been updated since the 30s. You see it slowly pan onto this building and go down through the entrance up these like shitty marble stairs that are full of cracks and you can see the concrete underneath and up like forest flights of stairs into this kind of middle floor office. On this office, you can see on a like uh, frosted glass door, you just see Jack McTorian, private detective. Matt, what does your office look like? Oh, uh, there's fucking papers and files everywhere. I could like if you walked in here, you would think this man couldn't find his ass if it was attached to him. But I know where everything in here is. I mean, it, it looks like a mess. It, like uh, like you, you've seen the movies where they like go into police departments and they've got files of stacks and stacks and stacks and stacks on people's desk and there's shit everywhere it's like that but 10 times worse so i'm imagining just like uh your standard like private eye office like large bookshelves running along the sides um a central desk with like two chairs on one side and then the really nice chair behind it and then like maybe a small table off to one side and every available surface is either covered in stacks of papers bankers boxes or like old kind of wadded up trash just kind of ignored, but you actually use it. It just looks like trash to the outside. Pretty much. It was like trash to the outside. If you saw it, you wouldn't think like you'd be like, this guy doesn't know what he's doing. So as it's on around five o'clock, the sun's starting to set due to the late hour. It's getting on to early winter, though in Midlands, it won't get cold at least till mid December. So it's still a good heat to you. And then the humidity is kind of high outside. And just as you're about to uh, check out and go to the bar for the night, you get a sudden knock on your door and suddenly the door opens up with kind of a with a jingle of a bell. And you see kind of a middle aged kind of uh, heavy set white guy with a bald head, but he's wearing kind of a bowler style hat, a black suit and then a black tie running down the center with a thin red stripe on it. And you can see some sort of lapel pin hidden underneath one of his pockets. In his hand, he carries a uh, a large uh, briefcase. And as he steps through the door, he removes his hat and kind of looks around for a hat rack, doesn't see it, thinks about putting on one of the boxes and then takes it and puts it to his chest and walks towards you and goes, ah, yes, uh, I was looking for a Mr. Victoria. I'm him. We're closed. Going to the bar. He's like, oh, that is uh, unfortunate. I was coming here for a special case okay a i am not from around this area and all of my friends who do live around here i asked them who is the best and everyone said it was you i don't know what friends are sending you here but (laughs) i guess say what you need to say 
I'll give you 10 minutes. Let's out a sigh, places his head, like tries to look for another place to put his head down, and then walks over to one of your chairs and just sits down and goes, I represent a very influential individual. Not just here, but nationally, even internationally. He is currently looking for something or someone specifically. And we need somebody to help find them. Does that interest you? Uh, what is the pay? And he kind of uh, lowers his voice a little bit and goes, one million dollars. All right. Um, uh, there's a camera crew outside, right? This is a joke. I wish it was, but no. My employer very much needs this information and to locate this person. He has authorized me to spare no expense in locating them. Give me the file, I guess. He nods, like, uh, places the briefcase in front of him, pops it open, and pulls out kind of a, like, shitty manila envelope and places it in front of you. This was taken from a security camera in California on Friday. It was a routine traffic stop where our missing person was apparently issued a ticket. However, this is the first record we've had of them in six years. From there, they were followed to the airport and boarded a plane for this very city. All right. Um, anything else? And he, he like, kind of rustled through and pulls out a small, like, old Polaroid. It's still in black and white and places it in front of you. Her name was Sumire Ipo, or at least it was six years ago. We currently have no record of what her current name could be. Okay, uh, any pictures better than this? This is all we've been uh, authorized to give you. So you want me to find a person based off a grainy street camera for a million dollars? He nods at you, and then my employer has also offered an advance if you are willing to take the job. And you see him, like, pull open it, pull open another container from the uh, briefcase and place it in front of you and kind of lift off the top and you can just see uh, stacks of $100 bills uh, that are currently bank wrapped in the case and I, I put my hand on the case and I close it and I look at him and I'm like don't flash this here you will get killed for this put it away he shrugs takes the case back places it into his briefcase and closes his briefcase it is 10,000 American dollars I don't know where you come from, but we have these things called banks here, right? So you go to the bank, up the road, make a left, make another left, make a right. About a mile down, you'll see the bank. Go in there, tell them you want to make a deposit. Here's my account number, right down my account number. Hmm. Put it in there, and I'll take the case. You know, it's, and pulls out a just simple business card. Instead of having anything on it, it's just a phone number written on it. Places it in front of you. When you have found her or recovered her, please let us know. If you need any assistance, call this number. All right. He takes your bank number, puts it into his briefcase, nods, puts on his hat, and kind of loudly says, I'm sorry we could not make an agreement, and begins to leave. And weirdly enough, a few hours later, you find out that you now have $10,000. Sweet mother. Oh, Jesus. Well, it's time to go get fucking drunk. <laughs>
You can get good drunk too. I'm buying a shot for everybody. And remember, this is $10,000 in 1980s slash 90s money. Yes, sir. <laughs> Everybody's getting drunk off me tonight. Time to go to the old spot. Is there any initial moves you want to make, Matt? Nope. Going to the bar. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So now we will cut to Dallas then. Hey, Dallas. Roll yeah. me 2d6. You're rolling for athletics. So that would be your fitness plus your athletics. I missed it by one. I, at seven, I rolled an eight. <laughs> okay. Dallas, the pistol in your hand feels heavy as you feel a rush of wind right in front of your face. As you pull your head back, you hear the crack from a firearm half across the room. You're currently standing in what would have been a corner shop, but had secretly been a front for a rather uh, large gambling operation for the Russian mob. You have spent the last six months investigating this, at least uh, along with your partner, O'Malley, who, as far as you're aware, was standing behind you as the shot passes through and across in front of you. You instinctively look towards the shot. You can see your target slowly lowering his gun, matches eyes with you and starts to run. He is the son of the current head of the mob in Midland City. If you can take him down it would be your entire career stop right there motherfucker i'm gonna i'm gonna pull my gun out try to try to get him as you begin to pull your gun out behind you you hear a scream o'malley i'm gonna lower my gun and look behind me as you look behind you you see your partner is currently laying on the ground uh, clutching at his chest as what you can only assume to be blood pooling around it o'malley oh fuck oh shit oh god damn it your target begins to run uh, uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put my gun away, and I'm gonna start like doing, doing whatever I can to try to keep O'Malley alive. Okay, so you can either try to staunch the wound, which will take you a couple of minutes. It's not a roll, but it will maintain one HP with them. Or you can try a medicine check, which could possibly damage them if you fail. <laughs> I got nothing in medicine. <laughs> yeah, you currently have a two in that. He has. Yeah. I would have to roll snake guys, huh? Yeah. It is a 2d6 system, and you're trying to roll underneath the target number. He has two, so there is a 8% chance that that would work. <sighs> I guess. I'm not thinking rationally, am I? No. However, if you want to make a composure check instead, you can try to roll under six. But if you fail a composure check, you will break down. I'm going to try a composure check. All right. So if you roll between a 10 and a 12... You will have something called a calamity, which will be you abandoning your entire job and running away. Ah, fuck. (laughs) However, if you can get a six or lower, you can do one check. Okay, you got a five. You got a five. So you actually succeed on this composure check. Who do you value more? Taking down your target and your job or saving probably one of your few friends left? You've lost a lot in the war and more since then. Do you want to add another number to that? I'm going to look one last time at O'Malley. I'm going to stand up and I'm going to try to take the shot. All right. Give me a shooting. So that would be your firearms plus your fitness. But you also get a plus two because you made the composure check. Eight or lower. Or five, six. I got a six. You make the shot. You line up, hit your target square in the back of their back. 
as he like turns to run, you see him like try to put away his gun as he's running and then throw away his jacket just to cover what he had done. The bullet travels through the jacket into him and you see his entire body slam down into the ground. Oh, motherfucker. I'm going to take a breath and I'm going to look back at O'Malley. Fuck. (laughs) Fuck. O'Malley is still bleeding out. However, you could try to staunch the wound now with not having to worry about your target escaping. I'm going to try to staunch the wound. All right. So you can perform what's called a first aid check. You basically don't have to roll for it. Cool. But you just kind of hold them there. You both take up all of your actions till uh, help arrives and they can't do anything. So in combat, it's not suggested, but you can do that. You hold you put your hands over the wound and kind of like hold it on. You see how Mally kind of like roughly put his hand on your shoulder and go get them. I, I can live. No, no, you big Irish bastard. You listen to me. You're going to make it. You're going to make it. OK. You see him kind of sigh, like push your hand away and pull his shirt back a little bit. And you can see the vest that he had been wearing. The around had stuck into it and then gone in. Oh, God damn it. Fuck. O'Malley. <sighs> Helps on the way. Just keep keep looking at me, man. Talk. Talk if you can. Come on. Do you think uh, Dan or Dees would have called in for support before going in? No, I don't think so. No. <laughs> yeah, we'll go to those guys. He gets a little hot, too hot-headed for that, man. Yeah. Might be a good time to go for to call 911 now. Uh, yeah, I'll reach up to my uh, radio and, and phone in. Uh, this is a code, code. Uh, I don't remember the code. <laughs> I'll say that. Gavin O'Malley's done. Get over here. Fuck. Oh, shit. Jeez, what are you doing? Uh, um, uh, fuck. Fuck, 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 fuck. Where are you? Uh, where am I? <laughs> You're off like a corner store bodega. You give them the address and you hear it a second later. All right, all right. Ambulance has been dispatched. We're sending it to as well. Two squad cars are going to be there in about four minutes. Hang tight. Just stay with me, man. As soon as we get out of this, I'll buy you a hot dog. I swear. Now let me make him a death roll. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't feel so good, don't you know? Oh, God. Dallas, you just see him look at you and goes, Dees, you are one of my best friends. <laughs> oh, God. This wasn't your fault. And you see his eyes like roll back in his head and he lays down. Damn it! Stay with me, you fat fuck! I'm gonna just start giving them. I don't. I don't know CPR. But no. I'm gonna start giving them CPR. You have. You know TV CPR. You're just like pounding on his chest. Yeah. I'm like, like you motherfucker. By the time the ambulance actually gets there, a good like maybe two minutes later, you're in that like situation where you're like half making out with them, yeah. as like two as. You know what? I'm scared of fuck up. Oh, God damn you. <laughs> uh, a second later, like the paramedics, like literally pick you up and push you out of the way <laughs> off of this guy. And you see them like start hooking him up to a board. And just as you do, you see the lieutenant for the precinct, like walk over to you and place his hand on your shoulder and goes, these <laughs> we we got the target outside. Uh, come on, they'll be able to help him better than you can. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're right. I'm going to stand up, wipe away the tear that wasn't on my fucking face. Deez, <laughs> so. uh, as you try to wipe away this tear, you suddenly flash back to years on years before, back when you had been in the first, or well, when you had been 
in a recent conflict that may or may not have been the Gulf War. And, <laughs> you know, you have the Vietnam flashback, helicopters are flying, Fortnite, Fortunate Sun starts playing in the background for some reason. And you remember watching as half of your squad is just mowed down in a second. You turn again and your captain, who's just sitting in the front seat, is now torn in half by gunfire. And then you look back again and you're back in reality, back in America. <gasps> Captain. Yeah, the lieutenant just kind of walks over to you and places a hand on your shoulder. Doesn't say anything. Did I get him? He looks down to the second. Uh, yes, he's dead. This isn't going to look good for the case. I don't give a fuck. Fucking kid had it coming. You, uh, one round, you hit him square in the spine. He was bleeding out before he hit the ground. get back to the office. I got fucking paperwork to do. As you get back to the station, you have to fill out paperwork on the incident, the shooting, for every bullet you fired and what you could have done better to prevent your partner from having getting wounded. You find out later that night that that O'Malley is now in uh, intensive care and will probably never be able to be a a cop again. As time goes on, you find within about a day or two that he's in a coma and is probably never going to wake up. I don't think he, I ever filled out that paperwork. I think I've been leaving that specific part blank for a while. Mm-hmm. I'm going to attempt to turn it in without filling that that part in. You just like hand it off to the lieutenant. He looks at you and he's like, Dan, it's procedure. You, I know it's hard, but you got to do it. If you want, we can transfer you to one of the other units. I'd help you keep your mind off of it. Yeah, fine. Fucking, I guess, yeah. I think that'd be good. Like, oh, I'll get the paperwork over to you tomorrow. You just have to sign on the line and we'll get you transferred downtown. Down to the central precinct. Yeah, sure. Like stands up, places his hand on on your shoulder and goes, you did good, though. I'm hoping we'll get them. You get your transfer papers downtown to the other precinct, which is about half a bl- or half a mile away. You walk in this precinct, you get assigned a desk, uh, a couple of things, a couple of people come by to say hi, and you get told that you're getting assigned a new partner. I'm going to I'm going to put my coffee mug that says leave no survivors down. I'm going to put some pencils in it. <laughs> <laughs> you see across from you your partner's desk is all nice and pristine. You see like the new they have like a new computer set up there. It's one of those large like CRT monitors that's way too long for what it should be. Like a xenomorph head. Yeah, pretty much. It's like <laughs> a good three feet back and yeah. just like takes up half the table. There's also like well organized file folders and everything. What the hell is this shit? Uh, you see like everything's all nice in its place. It just looks perfect. Holden, where are you right now? It's early in the morning. I'm probably doing my private check in with the chief. You know, it's nothing. It's nothing official. It's just, you know, we like to have a, a cup of coffee in the morning. Holden, you are in the chief's office. He every, almost every morning. He doesn't come in on Mondays, or Fridays and sometimes Wednesdays. But the days he is here, you guys get a good cup of coffee. He always makes the nicest cup of Joe in his office. You're kind of sat on the nice leather couch. There's like a set tea ottoman table in the middle and then another couch on the other side. 
he just kind of like uh brings you a cup sets it down in front of you and then goes to sit across from you and goes holden that was a excellent work on that case last week i would never have even suspected that it they would have had a getaway driver well chief you know when it comes to police work, you got to be two step ahead of the criminals because they're one step ahead of us. I always tried to be, but you're always doing your best and it definitely shows. If you keep this kind of record up, you could be in my position in a few years, maybe a decade once I retire. <laughs> chief, chief, come on now. You flatter me. Listen, I'm just happy to be able to get the guys off the streets. Uh, by the way, did you read that book I, uh, I sent you the other day by the Chinese failure? uh sun tzu oh yeah i was looking at that uh you see him kind of like go over to his desk and pull it out he's like it's a really interesting read i got through the first chapter but i got pulled away to do uh something else yeah no i understand trust me make your way through that book you'll be catching the guys in the getaway before you know it and i give them like the finger guns and they go all right chief hey uh anything you need me to keep my eye out for uh we have a uh special case for you later today but uh some, uh, well, you might consider this a blessing, but we're making this decision reluctantly. We got a, and he kind of stops, got a little bad egg from one of the other departments, had a couple of bad run-ins mm-hmm. and needed to get away from everything. Mm. We thought that having our best look after him to mentor him would be good for it. I raise my eyebrow. So you're going to give him to uh, Wachowski? <laughs> he smiles and but that paper pusher? Would probably ne- never get anywhere. Buckley. Buckley already has a partner. O'Brien. And he just kind of stops and glares at you. Stevens. <laughs> <laughs> no. You're running out of detectives, sir. I start taking a sip of my coffee. Who is it then? I did say our best. He spits his coffee out. <laughs> <laughs> Chief, you know I work alone. Come on. You can't do this to me. Holden, you know as it's got to be. And if you really want to be chief one day we're gonna have to get you to look like the perfect officer we can't have any more of this lone wolf stuff going on think about what it would look on your record if you turned around this guy from being a complete cock up to being a good officer hold stops pacing across the room back and forth kind of like straightens his hair out smooths it out like virgil from devil may cry pushes up his glasses they're like horn rimmed circle glasses right very classy <laughs> Uh, and then he goes, God damn it. You're going to owe me one. Let me see the file. He nods and like walks over to his desk, opens up a drawer and then pulls out another manila envelope, walks over to it and hands it to you. You see this guy's name is D's nuts. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny in and out of character. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, definitely the Holden like does his best not to laugh, but he definitely like smirks and giggles and goes, <laughs> You see, like, on his list of skills, he has, like, every military accommodation you could probably list. Oh, so you gave me a psycho from the war. Great. Thanks, Chief. Listen, I'll tell you what. If I make this happen, I'm moving my desk in here. <laughs> and I start, like, making a little slap on his chest, like a friendly a friendly mm-hmm. gesture, yeah. right? You just look over to you and goes, you know what? If you can show this kid off, make him you, you can take my desk. God damn it, Chief, you're on. And I do the with the finger guns again. And I go, all right, <laughs> hey, make today a good one. I'll catch you later. And I slam there. I kind of like close the door firmly. <laughs> oh, sorry. Sorry, Chief. 
You make your way back towards your desk. You see across from you the once what had been an empty desk in a perfect view of the city beyond your desk is now taken up by another desk with your new partner behind it. I want to be uh, flicking a butterfly knife back and forth, just like, you know, like getting the blade out, putting it back in, getting the blade out, getting back in. (laughs) It's badass. I'm gazing across my usual sunrise view, right? As it comes to noon. And I go from like the face of uh, what's the grimmest guy? Thanos at the end of that one movie where he's all smiling. I go from that to like I frown and my face turns a little sour and I raise my eyebrows. I see this butterfly knife and I go, you must be uh, D. My name's Dan. Dan Knotts. You're the guy with the computer, right? The fucking fucking robot thing. I keep my eye cocked. Uh, I turn my gaze towards my xenomorph looking monitor. And then I turn my gaze back to him and I'm like, yeah, use that to <laughs> use that to run parking tickets or something. <laughs> <laughs> no, I uh, use it to do things like investigations, computing, calculations, timing, things you wouldn't understand. That's funny. I use my brain to do that. Whatever. I guess some people can't be that that lucky. <laughs> what, what's your name? What, what's your name? Uh, you can call me uh, Detective Bofa. Well, I guess, you know, we're going to have to be spending a lot of time together. Uh, Detective Bofa so might as well uh, try, try to get along, I guess. Uh, if I get along, you mean uh, you stay out of my way and see how it's done? Then, yeah, maybe we might be able to get along. Listen, I work alone. I don't like partners. And I don't like people telling me what to do. So you just stay in line. We're going to do things the right way. And let's shoot up this ladder. What do you say, partner? And I do like the real, like dad ass handshake like the interview handshake i stick my hand out i'm just gonna look at him over for a second i'm like hey whatever you say man i'm gonna i'm gonna match his grip so we're both just squeezing each other's hands staring at each other's eyes right (laughs) yeah (laughs) is there something we roll here because i'm not i'm not gonna let my grip go i'm not letting go first yeah i'm not letting my grip go yeah yeah, hold 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 this shit Uh, it's an opposed check so (laughs) do we both roll yeah let's see who wins what are you rolling? A 20? I got a four, five, six. I got a seven. A 2d6. Got a 10. <laughs> <laughs> so it's pretty evenly matched in the beginning, but uh, you can slowly feel these like iron gripping your wrist. Yeah, Holden is definitely a little surprised and he, he kind of like uh, it's that little shock. Yeah, as soon as I see like a, a look change in his eye, like I know I won and I'm going to let go. Yeah, uh, Holden's definitely thrown off kilter by this. He's like, all right, I, uh, yeah, uh, nice to meet you. Yep, nice, nice to meet you. Let's, uh, what are we doing? What do we got going on? Uh, I'm going to pull out my ornamental samurai swords that I keep locked <laughs> on my table. <laughs> of I course mean, you do. There's three of them. But, you know, the funny thing is it's the 80s, so they're pointed upside down. They're pointed the wrong way. These people didn't yeah. know any better. You, of course, got your uh, ornamental samurai swords from, like, the Aikido master school that you had helped uh, clear a case for, like, six months ago. A hundred percent. And they're stainless steel. You can't do nothing with them. If you hit an, a body armor bottle, they're going to break. Uh, I'm going to pull those out. I'm going to light a little incense. I'm going to take a deep breath. <sighs> All right. So what do you like to do? I like to, I don't know, I kind of kind of just work, practice shooting on the weekends. I raise my eyebrow. No, I mean, how do you like to start an investigation? Uh, I don't know. What's the investigation? 
well, let's see. We've got, and I start clicking on my keyboard. Like I'm obviously not typing anything. I'm an actor in a movie. You off to one side, hear somebody clear the throat. Uh, Holden, as you look over there, you see the lieutenant for the precinct right underneath the captain. And, you know, one of the guys you go to poker with on the weekends, Mr. Mulcahy or John Mulcahy, looks over at you and then over at D's and then like pulls out in a couple of a couple of papers in his hand and goes, hey, Bofa, uh, the new case came in. And he like places it in front of you. Ah. I grab the file. I take a big whiff off the top and I'm like, nothing like that fresh case smell. And he, he just like, like leans on your desk, like completely knocking stuff over and goes, this will be a, another big case could make a career breaking. I'm going to poke my head to the side and cock an eyebrow over at knots. Like you paying attention. And I'm going to go back over and be like, all right, hit me with it. Lay it on me. And I pull out my little notepad and I hit my pen with my tongue. You know how they do ready recently. Uh, new ship came in. It's called the Morning Star. You know, nothing big. Cleared customs just fine. But a couple of nights ago, we see some on-patrol cops came by. See uh, some movement happening on board. Maybe somebody loading something up or taking something away. We don't know. But we were able to secure a warrant and whatever was there was definitely something hidden. Underneath one of the decks, we found a secret compartment that had recently been cleared up and wouldn't you know it we found a body several circles could it be drugs or weapons i don't care it's one of those right someone's smuggling <laughs> in uh, yeah it usually is you see the lieutenant just stop like look away from you and look at uh look at these and just glare i want to look over at him too i'm gonna be like hey man spoiler alert keep it low look i don't know about this neighborhood but where i come from it's always weapons or drugs. The lieutenant kind of sighs and goes, I, I was getting there. There was a briefcase hidden in a even more hidden compartment in that same crevice. And we found not only a sizable amount of drugs, but also a few hundred dollar bills. And we ran those by the FBI and it came back that they're counterfeit. Run the smell test. He looks over and nods and like, we ran everything we thought you would run. Inclusive, huh? Good man. Scribble, scribble, scribble. X, X, X. While we were uh, investigating this, a couple of guys came by. Shouldn't have been there. And they tried to run away quickly. They were apprehended and found with a couple of illegal uh, firearms. How illegal? Quickly looks back and glares at D's again <laughs> and looks back and goes, Drugs and weapons, man. <laughs> <laughs> you had to spoil it, huh? Military grade. Current South American militia style. He does a very impressed whistle. <laughs> we don't know why they were there or what they're bringing him into the country for, but whatever it is, we don't want that in our city. How's everything going between the jets and the sharks? Have been uh, <laughs> things been ratcheting up? He like lets out a sigh again and goes, "Yeah, uh, there was a bit of um, unprovoked gunfire earlier today. A couple of bars down on the main street got shot up by what we assumed to be Yakuza hit squad." They were in and out before we could even stop them. God, you checked these bars out already? Not yet, but we were sending a couple of patrol cars down there. You think it's related? And he looks over at uh, Holden. This definitely sounds like Okamoto-san. Son of a bitch. Listen, I'm going to go check in with Mr. Chan down at the vacuum shop on the corner, and I'm getting up, and I'm like putting my jacket on. 
I'm like, uh, I'm going to let you know the first thing I find. All right. You keep it low until then. No information in, no information out. And I like prop, fix my jacket up. <laughs> I'm going to start standing up too. What the fuck? Where the fuck are we going? <laughs> uh, you see the lieutenant stand up, looks over at Holden, goes, I, I know you have this case. Clear it up, put on a little bow on the top, and we'll get new bonuses by the weekend. And he stops and like turns around and goes, looks over at uh, D's and goes, Hey, uh, detective, I want to have a little quick word with you. Okay. See the lieutenant like kind of walks over there, places a hand on your shoulder, and starts leading you to the back of the office, kind of near the water cooler in the break room. And as he starts doing this, you see a, a large amount of people just kind of stop and slowly start moving away. Like they know something is coming. Yeah, what the f- what, what do you want, man? He leads you far enough away to where you're not really in earshot of anyone. Looks you dead in the eye and goes, Holden Bofa is a national treasure. He will be the next captain of this precinct. I will not have you mess this up. If we even get any word of you messing this up, you're out of here, kid. <sighs> Look, I didn't get into this job to mess shit up, okay? This uh, golden boy of yours has nothing to fucking worry about. Then I don't think you have anything to worry about either. I'm going to push past him. As like you push past him, he just kind of like sits there like haven't been treated like this in years and stops and goes and looks at your back and goes, you probably said that about your last partner, didn't you? You failed him. I'm going to stop. Oh, shit. <laughs> My hand's going to clinch like, a, you know, the fucking Arthur meme. <laughs> I'm going to unclench and I'm just going to keep walking. Hello, everyone. This is Holden Bofa. You may recognize me from the hot show, Two Cops, One Case. Or perhaps being Midland City PD's Rookie Cop of the Year. Five years in a row. Or is it six? I forget. Anyways... My good friends over at Dead Set Media asked me to come in here and tell you guys a couple things, including you need to review and rate on Apple in order to get shouted out. Now, uh, let me see here. I got the uh, shout out list somewhere around here. It's, uh... All right, here we go. Here we go. Uh, this week, we need to give shout outs to... Uh, 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 you know, it's funny about this. Uh, I don't know what's going on with those jokers over at Dead Set Media. They gave me a list. It's uh, it's a list of shout outs. I'm looking at it, though. It's blank. What the hell's going on here? Somebody get on it. Fix it. Five stars. Several words. Make it happen. Gross. I'm holding Bofa. Also, Dead Set Media is on Patreon. You can support them and join their awesome community online. Have access to their Discord and bonus content. Like the Gundam Fight 20 show. Whatever that means. I said all that. Is that the script? That's the script. Yep. Yep. All right. Good. 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 Let's get back. Uh, let's get back to the show. This is part one of three. Two cops. One case. Holden Bofa. Signing off. Jack, with your uh, newfound wealth, you wake up at about noon. I mean, I close the sh- the sh- the, sh- the the <laughs> office like at like what seven. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> uh, it was it was somewhere around two where they uh, tried to do last call, and when you handed them a grand, they just let you stay. So you are pretty sure you drank through about a third of that tab, but 
you know, you get woken up by the crew coming in to open up for the day. Hey, guys. So they're coming in. So I'm picking up where I left off. So I saw the new Star Wars movie. And, um, man, what what Darth Darth Vader did, man, that's heavy, man. You see, like, one of the dishwashers is just kind of, like, sitting next to you. Kids might maybe 17. It's like, yeah, but did you see Leia? That was, like, wow, man. No, no, you can't do it. You know, Leia is not the centerpiece, right? It's about it's about the relationships between Luke and his father. All right, so I we didn't know that Darth Vader was Anakin, right? It just throws your whole mind for a. You mean like, who would have thought he was really his father? I thought he was just messing with him. Yeah, I know, right? Like, you see man. the special effects like that? No, man, there there nothing else will pass that. It's, I heard in the news in like a hundred years we'll be like building fake moons. We've already been to the moon. I give it 20 years. We'll be building fake moons. Oh, yeah, you're right. And he like starts to say something else and you hear like a cough come from the back. And you see one of the bartenders kind of like walks up. He's like, yo, Jack, it's time to go, man. It's noon. One for the road. One, one, one for the road. <laughs> he, he just kind of sighs. I'm walking. Come on. Okay. I see. Yeah. This. Uh, what do you want? Uh, let me get an old fashioned. Starts pouring your drink. Yes. Hey, uh, Tony said you put down a good uh, tab. Any reason for it? Well, I mean, I owed a lot of money, so I figured that would cover it. Yeah. But, like, you paid more than I make in a couple of months, man. Dead relative. Uh. Uncle was filthy rich. Paraplegic. Couldn't spend his money. Good old Uncle Ricky. And then, like, he hears Ricky. He's like, oh, wait, you knew that, Ricky? Yeah, you know, Uncle Ricky. They call him the wheels of steel Sanchez. <laughs> oh. That explains it. He got all his money working on the railroad. And, you know, it's like a train. <laughs> no more legs. Well, that's what happens when you're 83 and you, you bang hookers and do blow all day. Yeah, I heard he is a very magnanimous man. You uh, want to share a little bit? Different time. Different time. Let's pour another one for for old uncle. He nods and like pours you another drink. All right. I grab both my drinks. Boom, boom. I leave. As you get up and like start walking uh, towards the door. As you like go to turn the door, you suddenly wake up almost completely as you hear loud police sirens just going off just beyond the door, though the building itself might be soundproofed or oh. the depth of it or the pounding of your head, you couldn't hear the sirens going. They gotta shut that off. Oh, fuck. Hey, man. How bright's the sun today? Here from like across the bar going, well, really bright, actually. Ah, oh, fuck. You got some sunglasses? See, like, the bartender walks over to you and gives you, like, a, a set of sunglasses, but they're the, like, uh, re- they're, like, really small ones that barely cover your eyes. I put 20 in his pocket. <laughs> you see him just like, look, goes, hey, thanks, man. Um, Anything else I can get you? Uh, let me get another old fashioned. He sighs. Like, you know, we can't let you walk out there with these, right? I'm walking. Yeah. Come on. He sighs, brings you another one, but it's in like, um, you know, those to go coffee cups. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He hands you a to go coffee cup full of old fashioned. Fuck it. All right. <laughs> this will work. I, I stumble out the door. Oh, my hat. My hat. Hold on. Oh, fuck. Fuck. 
can you get my hat? He walks over to the bar, grabs your hat like off the ground, like sniffs it, looks at it and puts it down. He's like, oh, wait, no, that's not your hat. Walks over to the hat rack besides the door, grabs it and hands it to you. Yeah. You want to be uh, careful out there. Been a lot of cops all morning. Heard there was some sort of shootout or something. Nah, I'll be all right. I got my coffee. See you tomorrow. Stumble out the door. As you stumble <laughs> through the door, like the sounds of the sirens are just like wailing oh, away. Fuck. You see police police tape run across the streets just like the entire wall is riddled with bullet holes uh, I stumble I stumble into the police tape and I just kind of like like you know how they do it the the Olympics when they run through the tape I'm just like yeah <laughs> I hold my hands up in victory <laughs> nobody nobody as you're looking around you see like two cops just like walking towards you nice dress blues probably a uh, done nothing more than parking attendant for the past like three years. Uh, take out my wallet that says bad motherfucker on it. Flip <laughs> it open. You can see my badge. Hey guys, it's me. So then both kind of stop. Look at you. Look at the badge and goes, oh God. Oh, um, right, what boys. can I do for you, uh, sir? Woo! <laughs> what happened? Uh, they just kind of stop and like uh, stammer a little bit and goes, uh, there was a shooting last night. Uh, automatic weapons. We think it was a Yakuza hit. They took out one of the triads. Let me guess. Weapons and drugs. That's how it goes. You got some sunglasses? You see, like, one of them fumble and just hand you, like, a set of aviators. <laughs> <laughs> I trade sunglasses and put 20 in his pocket. <laughs> he just, like, takes it, looks at the money. Like, can I take a bribe from a fellow officer? It's not Is a bribe. A it's not a bribe. <laughs> I just, yeah. I, I traded sunglasses. Gave you some money. I, I like, pat his shoulder. Good kid. All right. I'm going to go walk around. If you see uh, Murphy, yeah, if you see Murphy, tell him to come find me. Lieutenant Murphy retired like two years ago. Fuck. All right. What about Daniels? I'm sorry. uh, Daniels kicked it a couple months back. Fuck. Jefferson? Uh, Yeah, Jefferson. He's on parking today. Fuck. Watson? They're like, who? You you wouldn't know Watson. Uh, Who's working today? Uh, Detective... uh, Bofa is coming down from what we heard. Never heard of him. I'm going to investigate the crime scene. I'll see you later. <laughs> Go watch Star Wars. So, uh, Bofa, what kind of car do you drive? Oh, it's a Corvette. It's a brand new Corvette convertible. What color is it? I got to give the people what they want. It's white. It's got gold uh, rims. Jack, as you're walking down the street investigating, you see this obvious drug dealer's car. Nice new Corvette, gold rims, perfect paint job, well waxed. The interior's perfect. So like, what, it's just parked here? Yeah, it's just like parked on the side of the road. It's kind of illegally parked. Fuck, I gotta piss. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Jason knew this is where this was going. Oh, for sure. <laughs> Look around real quick. Uh, uh there are cops everywhere, but every time one takes a look at you, they book away. Uh, I've still got it. Thick piss stream. I yeah. still got it. <laughs> golden color. I still got it. Not even golden. It's like a deep brown just on the side <laughs> like of your car. Color swatching it with the wheel like you would do at Home Depot. Like, should we go with this blue or this blue? It's like that piss in my gold wheels. <laughs> Yeah. I like to think that his piss is staining your car. Like I'm not like pissing like, on the car, right? I'm like using the cover as the car is covered to piss. But there, there, yeah, there yeah, is yeah, splash yeah. bags, so I'm probably getting a little pissed. Yeah, there's a little. There'll be some splash. You'll notice. I mean, it's a drug dealer's car. What are they going to do to you? So, um, <clears throat> I finished pissing. All right. Time to do yep. some detective work. 
All right. Give me an investigation roll. Not a negative for being drunk. You know what? You're actually off the job. So you get a plus two or a minus two technically. So you want to beat a seven. So you have two in empathy and three in investigation. So that's five. Mm-hmm. I got a five. Nice. You look down the side streets and you can see that most of the gunfire that had gone on was between a uh, bar and what looks like the like a blank wall across the street. Most of the gunfire is going into this bar and has completely like shattered the front windows and shot up the top. You can see cops just kind of like standing, milling about. Some people had collected up the glass into a pile and the invest uh, one of the forensics guys is collecting it and kind of taking a look at it. And you can see like on a table in the middle of the bar, just these large packs of drugs just packed up on top of each other as you're kind of looking around on the street and down kind of the side alleys where you didn't think the cops would check, you do actually start to find the occasional lost bullet casing that's just kind of been knocked over. And you can see that on the butt stamp. Some of them are actually marked in Japanese. Uh, Do you want to actually go on to the scene of the crime? Yes. As you kind of walk into this bar, like you just even though you're staggering, everyone kind of gives you a wide ish berth. Most people take a look at you realize who you are and look away and you see one of the officers just kind of like walk up to you and goes uh mr victorian turn around real fast aviators go askew yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is a crime scene i don't think you've been hired for this job no 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 see you know, I'm, I'm i'm doing murphy a favor and he's like stops and he's like yes murphy asked you to do this yeah yeah you see uh you know murphy lives lives murphy lives that way and he, uh, he, he pulled some strings and he said it was okay for me to be here. Start, start right, scratching um, my junk. It's <laughs> a good meaty scratch. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a good healthy scratch for sure. Way up in there. Way to build the picture. And he kind of like pulls out a little notepad. On his notes, you can see where it's just kind of like scribbled in words. So there was a shootout around four in the morning. Uh, I pull out what I've got in my pocket and it's a bar. Bar napkin, uh, get my pen, and start writing it down. So it's just a shootout. Okay. Shootout, five in the morning. S H O O E T U T. Shootout. Shootout. Okay. Okay. Shootout. Shootout. Well, we don't know who they were targeting. Target. R G T targeting. The bar was closed when they struck, but they took out the front window and came into the back and took something. Um, we don't even know what it was. Thing. What do they look like? We had one witness report say it was a guy in a mask. Mm, uh, they were all dressed in black, black. with assault weapons. Weapons. So flip the napkin over. Okay, what, what mm. else? You see on the back of the napkin is like uh, a bunch of other information that you don't quite understand. Milk? Did you write milk on here? It's like, excuse me? That's, that's my handwriting. Is that lipstick on my... Did you put lipstick on my, my notepad? <laughs> let me let me see your badge. He's like, uh, okay. And you see him pull out like a leather pouch that has this badge hanging off the side of it. And he like shows it you to you. He bought one of these things? You know, they give these out for free at the precinct, right? Well, I, I wanted it to look good. The one they had, the precincts were always Listen. used. Used, it's better. You can feel it in your pocket. It's, it's more durable. I'm telling you, throw this. Th- take your badge out. Throw this thing in the washing machine. Leave it in there for about a week. Pull it out. Good to go. Yeah, It'll save your life, um, kid. Trust me. Thank you. Um, 
I really appreciate no, it. No problem. Now, um, let's see. Uh, milk. I flipped the, the napkin back over. When we uh, came in to investigate after the shooting, we found all kinds of things. What kind of things? Drugs, guns. Well, we can only assume to possibly be human trafficking uh, equipment. Human trafficking. We don't know what they were up to, but it wasn't good. It's not the the down street boys, is it? Man, busted them like three years ago for human trafficking. We didn't find any any sign it was them. Looks more like it was the Koreans in here, which this isn't their territory. We don't know what's going on. All right. No, I think I've got all the information I need. I, I'm just going to go walk around and look for more clues. All right. Uh, Holden, D's, you guys arrive at the scene. Can we, like, fucking put the convertible top up? It's hot as shit. Why do you run right around with the top down? This makes no fucking sense. Listen, let me tell you something. Knots. Oh, fuck. Yeah, yeah. What? People are going to see you the way they see you. You understand that? So you have to look the way you want to be seen. It's like a douche. Got it. I already know someone who has a Corvette convertible. You wouldn't understand anything about this lifestyle. I understand. I have a pickup truck, man. It's, it's functional. It, it hauls things. It's probably the best thing ever. Yeah, well, I'll tell you what. This car hauls something, too. You know what that is? What's that? I take the Eve St. Laurent sunglasses off of my face. I hand them over to Knott's, and I pull out of my breast pocket a pair of Gucci sunglasses and put them on my face. This thing hauls ass. And I downshift and I hit the gas. Oh. I'm doing like 100 miles per hour. Or okay, maybe not that fast. 69. You you just like kick it up and forth and start going faster than like the speedometer on your car only goes to about 80. You go beyond that. <laughs> I'm just locked in too. Yeah. What the hell are you doing, man? What the fuck? Now listen, listen, listen. I don't know why this works but it's worked my whole career. Watch. And I just take my badge, like my badge wallet, and I just hold it out with my left hand out of the driver's side window. Therefore, enacting my character skill, if anyone wants to play this at home, you can take king of the road and you can't get pulled over for doing anything uh, while you're on the road. Uh, none of these cops in the world can, can touch me. Yeah, while we're on that point, the fact that everyone hates Dallas, that Shadow knows everyone, and everyone's afraid of Matt are also character abilities. But yeah, you kick it up and keep going, and even the, you even occasionally run red lights, and nobody seems to even address what you're doing. You're just able to pass through. You get downtown, where it's almost rush hour and should take you like an hour to get there. You get down there in about 10 minutes. I want to note that I'm shifting with my right hand and holding the badge with the left, so I'm steering with my knee <laughs> this entire time. I'm holding on to the seats like I'm fucking dying and I'm cursing at him like, motherfucker, <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? Every time he takes a sudden turn, you get pulled to the left or the right, hitting the sidewalls of the cars. Like the, uh, the seat belt you have is just like a across the belt one. So it's not even helping you hang in there. Your whole body's just flailing about. God. Yeah. Uh, that's the first time you ever ridden a performance machine there, Knots. As I like drift with my knees around a corner. God damn it! You're fucking crazy. Yeah, that's my middle name. I have a flashback to high school. I shake it off real quick because I'm stronger than that, and I've moved past it. It's like what? All right, so we make it. We make it there, right? Yeah. You guys arrive. Like uh, uh, the scene tape has already been put up. It's kind of about like three or four feet off the ground, and you're able to just drive underneath it. The entire uh, street has been shut down and you can see like four or five of the buildings have bullet holes just raging the front and then the walls opposite of them appear to have uh, been some return fire. 
So it's mostly centered upon a central bar and then an opposite just blank storefront on the other side. The You can see a sets of cops in the front of it just kind of like moving stuff in and out or uh, just kind of moving stuff out. And then you can see where one of the cops is holding a entire like kilo of cocaine in their hand, talking with one of the other detectives. Hey, whoa, 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 whoa. That's sensitive evidence there. What are you doing? Get that in the truck. Who's in charge here? Whose scene is this right now? I'm like pulling out my badge, showing it to everyone. My badge also has attached below it, rookie cop of the year, 198XXX. You have like 8XXX, 9XXX. <laughs> exactly. Just like rookie cop for the last three years. No family <laughs> pictures or anything. You know, it's like the fold out picture wallet thing. <laughs> no family pictures, just my rookie of the year things over and over and over. On the look away and be like, Jesus fucking Christ. You see one of the cops who's holding the drugs just kind of like looks over you and goes, Oh, Detective Bofa. But like, Looks at the drugs in his hand and slowly like tries to put it behind his back, but you've already seen him. Nah, 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 nah. Give it up. Hand it over. I see it. I'm like talking to him like a dog. Like, give, give, give. Pulls give. it out and just kind of hands it to you and goes, uh, you're the first one on the scene, so it's your scene now. All right, good. What do we have here? I'm going to pull out my uh, Chinese themed uh, pocket knife. I'm going to cut open the bag. I'm going to take a deep whiff. <laughs> you like take a deep whiff you feel it running through your veins just liquid fire burning in your nose and down your mouth i am gonna Woo! hey nuts get a load of this and i'm gonna like toss it over him you're expecting a good high and it doesn't feel that way in fact it doesn't feel good at all it actually just feels clumpy and kind of what? like you get a quick rush but then I, it's gone i want to take a tip of my uh fingertip taste it fuck is this shit i'm like dry heaving my nose my nasals are all clogged you breathe in a sh- fucking look is this i'm gonna take another fingertip it, it, it clumps up on your finger and as you taste it kind of gets kind of chalky they were selling this shit i'm like sneezing it out of my nose i'm like it's flour <laughs> i think it's flour <laughs> what is it it's flour <laughs> <laughs> someone got shot over flour this shit doesn't happen in my neighborhood. I'm shaking it off of me. I'm like trying to cough it all out and everything. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm like, well, <sighs> not. Listen, this ain't drugs, so it must be weapons, right? Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I'm going to I'm going to inspect the, the room that they were coming out of. The back room to this like bar is the normal kind of thing on the back wall where you could see it through the door. Large metal shelves with extra bottles and uh, plastic holders for different things like lying against the wall. And you can see where a little freezer is off to the right. uh, The right side, though, is kind of a small living area where you can see bunk beds had been set up and large wooden crates are just kind of sat in the middle of this, having been roughly popped open. And you can see forensic just pulling out weapons out of these crates. And like tagging them and putting them back in the crates for them to be eventually moved off. That looks like weapons. I'm gonna go in. Do I do I see any other like flower looking material? Uh, you do see a couple more blocks of cocaine. Air quotes that they had been moving yeah. out into the table. Well, I want to go inspect the weapons. Anything right. weird about them? Uh, give me an investigate check. Your target is five. Investigate. Um, actually, go for firearms instead. All right, firearms four, five, six. Four, five, six. Yeah, get a six. six, six. As you go to yeah. look in these crates, most of them don't actually look like they would be used for organized crime. It's mostly like bolt action rifles from the First World War. Like 
there's some rifles in there and then like you go to look where there'd be pistols and most of them are like metal coverings on wooden pistols the fuck is this shit hey bofa yeah Yeah, these weapons are fucking i don't know guess if you're like a hundred years old at this point you might want to use them but i don't know they look like collectibles to me i'm gonna walk over there and pick one of the rifles up and be like Mm, yeah and i'm gonna like yeah. look at the box look at all the bullet holes look at the box look at all the bullet holes look at the box look at all the bullet holes you're like hey this shit doesn't add up it doesn't add up at all <laughs> god damn it uh give me your uh fresh perspective i obviously know exactly what's going on here but uh let me know what you think i guess I mean, these are these are old ass weapons i i can't imagine these being part of an active like trade or you know any kind of gang related business dealing so and the fucking drugs over there being just flour looks like someone got screwed over and probably got killed for it if i was gonna give my guess hey you know uh actually now that you mention it how many stiffs do we have here anyways uh, let me count i'm gonna count the dead bodies as you guys go to look around there aren't any dead bodies there's plenty of blood no bodies hmm. any any witnesses uh, no witnesses have come forward, though, Shadow, you do have a contact who works at a, uh, what was it, a vacuum shop? At the yeah, corner? I got to talk to Mr. Chan at the vacuum shop, but I'm going to, uh, uh, Holden's definitely going to, like, take a sniff around. He's going to, like, <laughs> smell that nuts. I know. I have no idea what you're smelling. I'm going to glare off into the distance before I start walking, and I'm going to go, like, something smells fishy and start taking steps back towards my car. All right. Bukowski, Rogers, make sure you clear this area up. Keep a tight perimeter. Anything you see, you report to the chief, and I'm the next person to hear it. You understand? Uh, yes, sir. All right, good. We walk up more steps. I'm going to look over at Knott's. I'm going to slap him on the chest. And be like, you see how I did that? Yeah, you seem to have a lot of pull here for some reason. I have no idea why. I'm going to furrow my brow. I'm going to glare at him right in between his fucking eyeballs and be like, because I'm goddamn holding Bofa. And I'm going to keep walking up my car. And when you get back to your car, you see this like massive piss stain just run off one side of the car. What the fuck? And I pull out my gun <laughs> and I start looking. I'm searching the perimeter. I'll roll if I have hey, to. Hey, 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 come on. What are, what are you doing? What, oh, look, what the fuck are you act doing? of terrorism. Get down. What? What do you mean? Somebody pissed on my car. Oh, my fucking God, dude. Put your fucking gun away. All right. I put my gun away. But I like I have my hands on my hips and I'm like very concernedly looking around. Dude, it's probably just a bum. Come on. Just, you can fucking wash that off with the water hose later. <sighs> Although that is pretty brown. I, I want to lie. Like, whoever did that needs to drink some fucking water. <laughs> some goddamn scum low life. Uh, can I pop my trunk and pull out a gallon of water? Because I keep 10 of them back there because I'm prepared. <laughs> and then rinse it off yeah. with that gallon of water. Yeah, you know, just in case you have to give it to like a homeless person or something. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Yeah. Just like in case some old Chinese lady or, so, or some old, old homeless person needs it, dude. I got him. And I'm singing Grease Lightning while I'm doing it. <laughs> Just to make myself feel better. Back to Matt, uh, Jack, as you're like walking down the streets, kind of looking around the back alleys away from where there would been. Eventually, you come across something else as you just hear what the coming from the distance and you hear a groan come from deeper down in the alley. As you travel down there, you start to see large red splots on the alley leading down and then just suddenly stopping. Oh, shit. Nope. Better go investigate it. As you walk up to this wall and kind of look it over, 
you can see what looks like uh, small striations in the bottom where something had been moved out of place and then back a few too many times, enough to distress the dust. See what that's all about. You kind of look around the alley. You don't see anything that would look like a secret door or anything. It's just like a blank wall. So if you see a small like little outlet off to one side down at the bottom that's covered in grease and grime. But even as you just look around the wall, you can distinctly see a thumbprint on it like somebody had lifted it up. And as you go to pull this up, you slowly hear a pop and a click as the wall starts to slide out of place. Look at that. I've still got it. <laughs> All right, let's go on in. As the door kind of pops open and moves out of place, you see the blood trail that had stopped gets really big around the base on the other side. Like they hadn't even cleaned it up and leads deeper down into this like uh, concrete floored walkway. Let's stop and get what's left and the snake out and uh, look for a light switch. As you go into this like passageway, there aren't any light, uh, aren't any like obvious light switches around. Uh, I think I got a lighter in my pocket. As you go to pull out your pocket, you find that you have like you have your Zippo and then a like a, a gas station lighter and then somebody else's Zippo. That's still somebody's Zippo. It's a case you'll have to solve later as you travel down this passageway into the dark. You eventually, as you get to kind of the end, you hear groaning and the further in you get, eventually you get to like the door at the end of the tunnel. You can see light pouring out of it off to the far wall. But with the angle of the uh, with the angle of the door, you're just able to get behind it and not be able and uh, not be seen by the light. What do I see? As you look into the door, you see it's kind of a white, op- a wide open warehouse like area in the center. You see somebody laying on kind of a makeshift bed made out of pallets and another person with what looks like surgical tools taking something out of them. Oh, sh- <clears throat> I walk in there. Coffee in hand. How's it going, Doc? <laughs> like, as you say that. Everything goes quiet. You see the guy who was muffling his own screams even stops. And the doctor slowly drops something and turns around and goes, uh, I don't know what's going on. I get it. You know, it's back alley, you know, stitch work. I put quotation marks on that, like air quotes with my fingers. You know, stitch work, you know, just people get shot. I walk up to the guy. How many bullets? I mean, do I see like 12 bullet holes or like? Uh, you see a bedpan next to him and he's only pulled out six so far. And this man is like hemorrhaging blood. Hey, Doc, uh, I don't think he's going to make it. He's like, oh, no, he'll be fine. No, no, Doc, I, I really don't think he's going to make it. Did he pay already, Doc? He's like, oh, yeah, his uh, friend came by, gave me $500 oh, to do this. $500? No way. Yeah. Being a doctor is good money. Oh, oh, yeah. I, um, your buddy sent me here. He, uh, I'm, uh, I'm his insurance collector, quotation marks, insurance. I was here to make sure that you uh, pay, pull through. You one of Tony's boys? Yeah. Yeah. So listen, uh, for uh, quotation marks, insurance purposes, right? Uh, I need you to tell me what happened last night, officially what happened, and then quotation marks, officially what happened, quotation marks. Uh, we were given some crates from a warehouse downtown. Mm-hmm. Crates, warehouse, yeah. downtown. We're told to put them in this, the back of the shitty bar. They Somebody would come and pick them up, but shitty bar. while we were dropping them off, dropping them off. Okay. they just started shooting at us. Okay, and you know who we were supposed to be dropping it off to? No idea. Didn't ask. Alright. Um, no idea. Didn't ask. Okay, what else? They started shooting at us, right? And we just started running away, okay, and they were all yelling at each other in some language. Okay, do you, do you know what language that was? Some, like, Spanish or something? Okay, Spanish. Okay. Well, 
What else? Uh, they're all wearing those like fake uh, party masks. We mean party mask. Like one of them was wearing like a white ghost mask. He had like little horns on his head. Party mask with horns. Okay. Okay. What else? Well, after they started shooting, we all ran away. Uh, they, I, I got hit a lot and came down here and my buddies who were with me, uh, I don't know what happened to them. Yeah, can I have you sign this piece of paper? He doesn't know about that. Okay. I go back outside. As you like walk back out, you see the old drug dealer's car with like a guy with uh, a couple of cops with a water bottle just cleaning off the side of it. Hey, what happened to your car? I'm not fucking time for this. Can you just hurry up and clean it? I, uh, some bum paste on it. You gotta watch out for bums. I know, real pieces of shit. Nothing out of society, just here to take down other people. Hey, hey, did you just walk out of that building? No, I was pissing in the alley. You are pissing in that alley. I'm gonna raise my eyebrow and be like, ah, this alley right here, that's the one you took a piss in? Yeah, that one, like, uh, you see that dumpster? I pissed behind that dumpster. It's a long piss. I'm gonna pull out my badge. Sir, this is a ongoing police investigation area. You need to you need to get the fuck Don't out. Don't worry, here. boys. I got it covered and I flash my badge. What the fuck? I'm gonna flash my badge back and be like, yeah, why don't you go ahead and uh, show me where you went and pissed then, huh? Why don't you just fuck off? And I'm fucking waving my badge at his fucking face like fucking fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 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 old man, old man. Come I'm gonna come pull back, my badge on. back. I'm gonna look at it to make sure that's my badge. It's my badge, right, DM? Yeah, it's your badge. Okay, and I'm gonna shove it in his face. Be like, all right, well, mine says detective, okay? Yeah, and this is mine fucking scene. says detective, too. That private detective, that means you can detect anything you want. You can det- It actually says retired detective, motherfucker. Well, why don't you detect Bofa? Why don't you do what the fuck's a Bofa? Bofa, hey. you know what? You're not ready for it. Your grandkids are going to love this, though. Listen, point being, this is my scene. <laughs> the point being... I've got more evidence than you. Ciao. Wait, wait. You said you got evidence? I don't talk oh, to cops. Hey, wait. You speak French. <laughs> Germanic culture. Look, from one man of culture to another, where did you piss? Behind the dumpster, by the, the, the plug in the wall. Yeah, that's funny because I gave that area the smell test like I always do every crime scene, and I didn't detect anything over there. <laughs> funny enough, though, my partner over here, what's your name? Nuts? N- nuts. Nuts. Yep. Sorry, sorry, nuts. Uh, he said he saw you come out the building. So uh, I saw you come out the building. Listen, kid, I'm talking to Dallas. Kid, how old are you? I'm like, I don't know, 34. Listen, kid. Okay. I'm, I'm like 52. Or yeah, yeah, I get that. Get, Go on. get your eyes checked. I'm going to look at his eyes and be like, yeah, they're there. So you definitely came out of there. What would you find? Are you are you on a case or something, detective? I'm on nothing. Uh, I take the piece of paper that, that I have. I start to fold it up and I try to put it in my pocket, but I let it fall out and I walk off. I'm going to pick up the piece of paper. <laughs> hey, Shadow, did you read his badge? I did not read his badge, but I'm definitely writing down his description because he just littered. <laughs> <laughs> that is a $23 ticket. Goddamn right. And he's going to pay what he owes. It, on the paper he just dropped, it's a description of, or at least this is what you're assuming because it's all disconnected words. But. They left something behind the building in a secret compartment. Gang, ghost mask with horns, behind the bar, started shooting Spanish. Yeah. Want to walk to the back of the building? As you go to the back of the building, it looks like the back of a normal, like, 
alleyed building, except for you see a couple of dumpsters that are pushed up near each other. And in the center, they're slowly uh, they're pulled away from each other like somebody moved them recently and hadn't been very careful putting them back. Hey, I'm going to look in the dumpsters. As you look inside the dumpsters, you find similar crates to what you had seen in the building. They're not as large, though. They're only about like uh, a hand span wide or about like three to three and a half feet wide. Just kind of laid very carefully at the bottom of the dumpster with trash bags put on top of them. I'm going to pop one open. As you pop one open, it is an assault rifle. Oh, shit. It's an AK-74U with the shortened stock. I'm going to pull it out and be like, this looks like an AK-40, what'd you say? 74U. (laughs) You were in the army. You would know. Yeah. Before you, dude. I do. I'm I'm asking my brain right now to recall that information. Your brain says this is one of the main issues for the Soviet army. Um, As the Soviet Union is starting to fall apart, they're selling these things off by the truckload. This is more fucking like it. I'm going to I'm going to pop the pop the barrel look inside of it. And that's a sweet piece of shit right here. They are by and far completely illegal in the United States. These are by and far completely fucking illegal here. What do you think of this bofa? Time the camera snaps to me. I already have my white gloves on. I'm like, what in God's name? Put it on the ground. Hold on. I'm gonna pull out my fat ass, uh, you know, camera. I had to think, what are those called? Not a phone. I pull out my camera. I get ready to start uh, taking a picture, and I'm like, you got the little letter things. The what? You know, the little like uh, when you go to Hardee's and uh, you make an order, they give you like a number, but these are like the letters, like the alphabet, and I'm like taking pictures. He, he means crime scene markers. <laughs> Put some of those down. And what the fuck is going on here? Those are uh, like HK-47U rifles or something. That was my thought exactly. These are HK-47 rifles from the Soviets. I'm going to raise my eyebrow and be like, actually, those are AK-74Us. Those are r- Russian rifles. Were you really in the army? Listen, man, sometimes... Okay, I got dyslexia. Sometimes my words get jumbled. I don't need you to fucking tell me how to think, okay? You're not fucking O'Malley. Holton's gonna, like, stare at him and be like, uh... Okay, cool, so that's what they were. Because he wasn't 100% sure. He was just kind of fishing for the right answer. You're <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, it was O'Malley. Sounds like a real bad dude. Huh? No, nothing. I, uh, I didn't mean to say that. I was just fucking talking. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, your last partner couldn't have been that great if they stuck you with me. I mean, I am the champion. Hey, fuck off, man. You don't know. You don't know anything about me. Like all I know is that if I can turn you around, I'm gonna have that captain's desk before I know it, and nobody's getting in the way. That not the triads, not the yakuza, not you, not any of these pissing hobos. You understand me? Look, man, if I know one thing, if you're my partner, you might as well fucking be digging your own grave. Huh? Hey, what the hell do you mean by that? People don't tend to last long when they're partnered up with me. Yeah, well, listen, man, I'm not dying until I make it straight to the top. And I'm going to tell you right now, this ain't it, chief. Take your pictures. I'm calling this in. I'm going to go pull out my radio, call in a code 443 which is known for uh, legal Soviet weaponry. It's really, it's really specific. <laughs> they have a specific code. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you don't know when those Russians are going to invade. I was going to say, the boys are on the way. I don't think there's much more we can see here. I ran out of film. And I'm like, all right, good. I uh, took care of everything we needed to here. 
Now I got everything alphabetically organized. We'll let the boys in blue handle this one. We got to make a call with my guy, Mr. Chan. He has like walk over to the vacuum shop. Yes. Uh, Holden, uh, D's. You get a, you enter the shop first. Like as you open the door, the door seems to be stuck a little bit, but a, but like you just have to lift it up and pull. The building is set in a weird way, and you open up the door. The bell rings, and you see it's like a couple of lines of older vacuum cleaners that are actually starting to yellow on the walls, and then like a, a glass front counter is kind of running along the side, and you can see a little uh, cash register on one side. As you enter in, you see Mr. Chan at the far end, just seeing who's coming in. As far as he's aware, he's closed because the street shut down and there's nothing he can do about it. I'm going to come in. I'm going to put both hands up and be like, Mr. Chan, what's going on, my man? <laughs> come on. Your door needs a little work. I'm going to come by on Sunday. How you been? He like looks over and he goes, oh, Holden, it's been so long. I know. I'm sorry about that. I really should come by and say hey more often. But listen, hey, I'm here on work. I'm, I pull out my badge for like <laughs> fucking official purposes, right? <laughs> I'm like. I'm Detective uh, Bohofa. This is my partner, Detective Nuts. Uh, we're here to ask you a couple questions. Detective Nuts. He's like, uh, good to, me- uh, to meet you, uh, Mr. Nuts. Uh, yeah, nice nice to meet you, too. So uh, what, 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 can, what can you tell us about the what happened last night? Did you see anything? There was, and he stops. Well, you see, I took my kids up. I, I was putting them to bed. We were just finishing up dinner when there was some gunfire down the street. I'm a, and he stops for a second. From where I'm from, that was normal, so I didn't, I didn't think about it. But they kept firing and firing into one of those businesses down the way. Uh, it was one of the closed-up ones, though. One of the ones that aren't really used. Scrabble, scrabble, scrabble. It just got bought out by a new real estate uh, developer a few days ago, and they were investigating it. And then that night, they came by and somebody started shooting at it. I think they were hiding something in the back. Probably drugs. Yeah, you might think that. But do you happen to know who, who bought it up, that real estate company? Uh, it was some uh, Spanish firm. I, I forget correctly. I'm going to look at Mr. Chan. I'm going to, like, make a motion over to the guy or to, to Knott's, right? And be like, he, you know, kind of be like, he's new. Give him a big wink and, like, give him the roll on fingers. Like, you could tell him. Go on. It's a new Spanish company. They came by, uh, couple of days ago to ask if they could buy my property too. They want to build a strip mall here. Whatever that is. Yeah, I don't know how well a strip mall will do right here. Goddamn heathens. They want to take down all this old historic beauty, beautiful buildings and put in stores or something. Oh. Cross, cross, cross. Scribble, scribble, <laughs> scribble. You didn't see anything else? You, uh, you see anyone get shot that night? Do you have interrogation? I do have interrogation. Do you want to try to interrogate this man? I was going to say, I hope you do. Yeah, I'll interrogate him. Three, two, so that would five. be five. Poo, five, six, seven, eight, nine. I got a nine. Nice. Yeah, nice. He just kind of looks at you. He's like, oh, no, I didn't see anyone. Uh, I didn't see anything else. Uh, of course, Mr. Chan would never lie to us. I would consider Mr. Chan a friend. I wouldn't want any trouble for uh, you, Holden. I know you have a lot on your plate already. Nah, nah, nah. And, you know, everyone's got a lot of their plate. I mean, my new partner, he's a swell guy. You know what? I, he's working hard, too. I tell you what. not. Why don't you go outside and have yourself a cigarette? I'm just going to talk to Mr. Chan about the kids. You know how it is. I'm going to look at him and be like, I'm gonna give him a big wink. Biggest wink ever. Like Mr. Chan sees it, I hope. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I'll just go uh, 
smoke something. I'll be, I'll be right back. Nice meeting you, Mr. Chan. Okay, I leave the store. As soon as like the door closes behind you, you hear Mr. Chan go, he is an interesting kid, man, detective. Uh, I mean, he's, he seems all right. I don't know. I hear he's a bit of a loose cannon, but he's being pretty reasonable. But hey, listen, I'm going to cut the shit. This is a big investigation. I got some stuff to do. Uh, what did you see? Come on, man. What do you need? What do you need? Who's bothering you? Do I need to go make a talk with somebody? I'll go chat with somebody if you need me to. They are talking about eminent domain. They want to take my store and turn it into a strip mall. <laughs> I'm like making a very exaggerated laugh. I'm going to like slap my knee. <laughs> ah, you give me their name, their phone number, and trust me, uh, I'll make sure somebody goes and talks to them. All right, Mr. Chan, don't worry. You have my word about it. Nobody's touching your property. Uh, and he like stops for a second there, looks over at uh, Holden and goes, I, uh, I saw the people running away. I was on the roof. I didn't think they would look up there. They didn't. They, uh, they shot at each other and then both got in the same car and left. Right, so it, they, they got in the same car? They got in the same car and left, yes. Nobody ran off on foot? Not that we saw. Scribble, 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 scribble. I, I, I thought I saw three of them going in, but I only saw two of them going away. And you didn't hear this from me, Mr. Chan, but uh, we didn't find uh, any bodies. Hmm. I might have been mistaken then. Well, hey, listen, either way, I appreciate you doing that for me. And I'll tell you what, you let them know uh, those people who want to take your land, they're not taking your land or my name isn't Holden Bofa. Thank you, Holden. Thank you. Forget I'm holding Bofa, and then I just walk out yeah. the store. <laughs> He's like holding Bofa. Yeah, don't worry, your grandkids are gonna love it. He just shakes his head as he leaves. Uh, did you get anything out of him? Yeah, actually, I uh, I did. Turns out uh, they all got back in the same car, minus one of them though. Huh, that's fucking stupid. Something smells like a foot. Yeah, none of this makes any fucking sense. As you're walking towards your convertible. Oh, shit. Give me a dodge, which would be your fitness and your athletics. That's a two. <laughs> that is a two. Uh, you want me to roll 2d6? Yeah, 2d6. You have to get snake eyes. Okay, I rolled a six. <laughs> uh, D's, you're following behind Holden as he goes back towards his car, which is just parked at the side of the street. And you see him fall to the side. And then a second later, I hear a massive crack. Whoa, what the fuck? Both of you, King? I fall. And I can't get up. As you say that, six more shots ring out. Holy shit. <laughs> I'm gonna take cover. As you dive to take cover under his convertible, none of the shots are going after you, but instead at the officers down the street. You see at least two of them hit the ground. One more has been hit and is kind of clutching his arm. And three appear to have missed completely. So you take three stamina damage, which is hell. Uh, God damn it, that hurt. You just hear like a cavalcade of shots ring out. One hits over Holden. Uh, more uh, like the cops down the street just start falling over as people shoot. And about a second later after that, you guys hear a distant explosion. What the hell is going on in this fucking town? I'm gonna look for Jack Victorian. Was it him? What is Jack doing at, as this is going on? Are you getting into your car? I was getting into my car, yeah. And then I saw yeah. all this go down. Down the street, you're like, you open up the, your car door, like you go to like pull your legs in, which is, isn't the fastest process. As you start to do this, 
you feel a hand slip underneath yours and kind of push you into the car. And then somebody else's hand goes around your neck from the back seat. And you feel something metal press against the side of your neck. You hear somebody speak and goes, leave the case. You don't want to be Dead, dead medium. Good.